Welcome to my podcast, What She Knows. It is essentially what I know and I am here sharing it all with you. So sit back, relax and enjoy the magnification of my brain. Before I begin, I need to emphasize um, that this episode is massively triggering. It is honestly, it's just one of them ones that, yeah, you can kind of sit there and listen to it, but there may be some parts of it where you just end up breaking down. So if child abuse is something that you experienced or you are aware of someone going through it and it breaks your heart, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this episode. But at the same time, I feel as though it's a great way to raise awareness and maybe some of the things I cover might actually be very useful to you. So um, bear this in mind. This is something that um, not many of us speak about. I feel as though when you hear about cultural violence in South Asian communities, but also, um, let's say, the Middle East, People often refer to honor-based violence, abuse, forced marriages, or FGM, which is translated to female genital mutilation, which um, I will be covering uh, in, in a different episode. Child abuse is not taboo, but at the same time, it is. Let me explain. Growing up, we would joke, or even now joke, about our mums grabbing a slipper and throwing it at us. And how common was that? Or getting sworn at by our parents for misbehaving, and we would mess around and share these stories as if it were a joke. Because so many of us experienced this. I've come across so many in the BME community do this, especially on social media platforms such as Twitter. Someone posts a video of them doing a prank on their parents, for example, a person from a black Asian background has quote tweeted this and joked about their parents um, grabbing them and slapping them and hitting them. They're not saying it out of nowhere. You know that it was normal in their childhood and it is massively wrong. Unfortunately, some people didn't actually know this because they were taught that um, it was normal. Yeah, sure, like we would laugh about it and some would say it's not a big deal. But none of us have actually taken a step back and noticed the impact it's had on us. Some of us wouldn't take risks knowing our parents don't like it, whether it be a job or getting worried your parents are not accepting a partner you've been dating for a while. We have literally always thought about what our parents would think about our decisions rather than asking ourselves how happy a certain decision would make us. Somewhere along the line of the abuse, we were taught to not only be God-fearing, but to fear what our parents will think and say. The abuse mentally has made us double-check our actions. There is literally only a few of us who have thought, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want without the fear of the parents, but so many of us actually haven't. 
I remember I got the um, opportunity to travel to Tokyo for a month through uni. When I was applying, my mom wasn't too keen on me going because God forbid an Asian woman traveling alone. I remember how annoyed I got because my brother was literally traveling and he was in Australia at the time. I applied anyway because mate why the fuck not a month in Japan opportunities like this don't come every day I was sat with my mum and I got a phone call from a woman and she told me that my application and my interview were very successful and that I was going to Tokyo I put her on loudspeaker and I can't lie to you my mum cried she cried she was so proud of me and it's mad because she didn't like the idea of me traveling and if I had thought fuck I don't think my mom will be cool with this I would have missed one of the biggest opportunities in my life I think in all fairness my mom was fighting with herself she knew times have changed and because I was 20 stopping me was wrong she was trying to adapt to the times and the culture at the time but because she wasn't allowed to do certain things or was taught not to she didn't know if she wanted me to go she did understand that it would have been massively wrong to stop me because again my brother was traveling too and I mean I was 20. (laughs) Women and in some cases men, how many of you have had to hide the fact that you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or had a boyfriend or a girlfriend when you were younger? My parents were aware of my now husband, my dad even accidentally called him my boyfriend a few times few months before um, we were engaged. One time Hassan, for those of you who don't know, my husband, were in H&M and I got a call from my dad a little annoyed that we didn't wave at him. I can't lie to you, I didn't even see him. He was literally on the phone and said, just because you are a couple now doesn't mean you have to ignore me. Is this what's going to happen when you are married? I felt so bad I can't lie but to me this was all normal however however I would never have got this treatment when I was 16 they wouldn't necessarily hit me but they did say I was grounded in Caucasian terms and all summer I wasn't apparently allowed to leave the house of course this kind of, this kind of lasted one week I was sat at my friends most of the time A guy who knew of my brother came to my house and told uh, my mum and brother I was speaking to a boy, hence the uh, so-called six-week outside ban. But of course, you know, what my opinions are on people doing that, my parents weren't strict, but some women could have been in real danger if this had happened to them. My point is, most, and I really am speaking about the majority of men and women in these cultures, would have been in serious trouble. Just because my situation does not necessarily mean everyone else's situation isn't a dangerous one. This is why I do podcasts such as these. You can have a great life and turn a blind eye on what is going on with others, but why, my question is why would you do that? It is a little selfish in my opinion. Women and men have been known to be beat up by their parents for having a boyfriend and or girlfriend. In some cases, a woman's brothers and uncles have beat up a guy for dating a woman in their family. Now, take a step back and really think about how normal this is. 
we've heard shit like this before and our reactions tend to be like shit bro none of this is normal it should never have been normal in the first place anyway it went on a little slight uh, rant there but i'm referring to uh men and women like today uh that experienced issues regarding a boyfriend and girlfriend when they were much younger back to my point when i said that in a way it is taboo we just don't speak about it when we tell our pals our friends my mum's fully gonna have a shoe in her hand if I get back late and proceed to laugh about it. How many of us have actually stopped and said, bro, do you know that that's not normal? We tell these stories, but we hide it like it's not a big deal at the same time. That, because honestly, that is what we're taught to do. I'm going to give you some stories. I can't give you the names because you may know who I am referring to. If you do know me personally, If you do know who I am speaking about, then please kind of resist from pointing this out. The stories are from people I know um, and what I've heard. They're all okay with me mentioning it on here and even gave me a few points they thought was appropriate to add. I'll give you some facts but no journals in this one because I want it to be a raw topic. This topic hits home for me. It's one I have always been passionate about which is why it's my own voice and the voice of people I know. This is going to be a triggering episode for most of you. Hell, it's a triggering topic for me, which is why it took me a while to kind of think about if I wanted to um, actually do this podcast. And it took me a while to kind of sit down and do like, you know, record myself actually talking about it. Children in our communities have been beat up for their skin color, literally. Racism in our own fucking cultures and communities exist. People at a very young age have been shouted at, abused, hit, and all sorts but their parents, by their parents, sorry, or their grandparents for not being fair. Since when did we pick on skin colours? Like, fuck, darker people and children are beautiful. I like my skin tone, but Lord, I'd love it more if I was darker. Now imagine your grandparents and parents hitting you for having darker skin. These people are supposed to be your loved ones. They are supposed to love you regardless of how you look. We didn't choose our appearances, nor did we ask in all fairness to be born. (laughs) But we are born. We go to nursery and school and figure out how to live. But in the process, we are loved or we should be loved. There are children out there today who are constantly beat up with shoes, belts and punched and kicked for no legitimate reason whatsoever. Fuck, there shouldn't even be a reason, period, to do anything like that. And unfortunately, there are other children out there being beat because of their skin tone. My heart actually aches for them. It genuinely aches for them. When they grow up, and I'm talking about children in pretty much any culture, they're growing up with so many issues and carrying all of the trauma with them. They will be emotionally damaged and all they yearn for is love, whether that be from the wrong person or not. Most people who are born in abusive households and grow up with the violence end up dating those who are violent towards them. Their confidence levels have gone. They don't think they belong on this earth. 
They are often suicidal. They feel as though they are not good enough. They are lonely. They ask themselves and God why they were born ugly or why they were born in a house where they weren't loved. They hope to wake up one day and not have the emotions at all. It's like a massive weight on their shoulders. It's excess baggage that should not have been there in the first place. Some adults who have PTSD were victims of child abuse. They will always be haunted by the memories and in some cases, even if they are in a healthy relationship, the damage from their childhood can often um, creep up and be dangerous for any healthy relationship. And this doesn't even necessarily mean having a relationship with that other half, but it could be in friendships and um, with colleagues or with their own children. I haven't heard many stories regarding child abuse in Asian households and other ethnic minority backgrounds in the UK. In my opinion, it's similar to any other culture or cultural violence. You're not supposed to tell other people about it. It has been embedded in us so deeply to not say a word. Young children are taught not to snitch on their families. Often parents use the, um, you're going to be taken away from us and get sent to care homes. In reality, how many, let's say Pakistanis for an example, how many Pakistani children do we actually see in care homes? They are raised with the nightmare stories by their parents, how they will be picked on for not being white or being emotionally abused by their parents on how no one will love them like they do and everything they do is out of love lord no it's fucking not the parents or other members of the family are so scared what others will say if word gets out that they will be beat up i heard a story oh lord i heard this story a long time ago i can't remember for the life of me who told me this and i'm not necessarily sure if it's true but at the same time i wouldn't be surprised if it was but it kind of gives you like a feel of um abuse in kind of our cultures but it goes along the lines of how a boy was born and raised in the uk and kept telling his parents that they couldn't touch him or when he turned 18 they couldn't tell him what to do because he would just tell the police and they had no right the parents were well aware of what he was speaking about and what the laws of the land are and it's surprising because a lot of pakistani and a lot of kind of immigrant parents are actually aware of laws but in some aspects they choose to ignore it and in other aspects they choose to follow it but I guess that's around for another time. The father being all nice to his son told him that he had booked a lovely holiday in Pakistan. The moment they arrived he started beating his son up real bad and when he screamed out for help the father replied no one's gonna help you here son we're in Pakistan and not the UK. If this is a true story, it is wrong on so many fucking levels. The fact that he had to take his son, who he clearly thought was apparently far too whitewashed, all the way to Pakistan to put him on a straight line, I mean, I mean, it's just, I can't comprehend it. Why would you do that? Surely there are other ways of disciplining your child as they grow older. That does not result in them being up. Um, being beat up sorry where they're too scared to do anything children are so scared to even say a word to the police due to the stories they are told about foster care or how they will not be loved or something silly 
like they will force feed you pork that is if you if if the child is raised a muslim to scare them in keeping quiet and throughout all of this they're being raised on the whole lokia genge bullshit don't you love your family to make sure you don't shame us it's like when a child is born in an abusive household of a pakistani or indian background or middle east even for example they're raised to show how loyal they are by not saying a word loyalty is fucking huge in minority communities and rightly so don't get me wrong my issue isn't that my issue is thinking a child should remain loyal even when they're beat up i've heard kids get beat up for no fucking reason whatsoever you spilled your coke when you were a five-year-old that's it let's get a shoe and beat the shit out of you this is literally the fucking reality and i'm assuming a majority Um, abuse households too never mind just the fucking minority and the long-term effects can be brutal they no longer behave like children their only way to maybe behave like kids is probably at school and most times often they're not the children from um, abusive backgrounds end up being the naughty child in the class it's so awful to see as well because they don't know what a healthy family is and they know no one will hit them at school if they rebel and retaliate and that's the only way they know how and it's kind of like going out of your house and and like going to a place where you feel safe where you can just literally explode all those feelings and emotions that you've kept in as a child you go to school and you let it out whether it's retaliation or whether it's just being bubbly i mean there's two ways you can go about it but at school it's like their personality really comes out if you grow up with parents beating you up you end up either abusing your own kids or you treat them as loving parents should and raise them in a nice environment and unconditional love my problem with that is if you are raised in an abusive household why would you do it to your own children but of course you know that's you know that's something that they may know and and that's it and no one's told them otherwise and it's and it's a shame because it shouldn't really go two ways you shouldn't really think i'm going to raise my child um by disciplining them by beating them up all the time or i'm going to raise my child in love in a, in a loving way in fact every parent in the world that has a child you raise them in a loving way you chose to have that child and they're were options where you didn't even need to have them in the first place but by having the child you should it is your absolute right to give them all the love and and and, and the warmth that you would and and give them a nice loving family because i feel as though it really does show as they're growing up a healthy environment for a child really does show in how well they're doing in school or or in in other aspects of life especially when they grow up we have books to tell us how to raise kids and what we shouldn't do <clears throat> or we have help some women especially if they migrated here and most had kids at the age of say for example um 16 to 18 years old they didn't necessarily have a fucking clue <laughs> so they resorted in what they thought was right and the only way they thought was good enough to discipline their child this may still happen now from women who may have migrated um from their sending regions these women are doing the exact same tactics and using the exact same tactics that they were um brought up in they 
uh, were disciplined as a child by getting beat up for little things that they did and they're kind of passing it on and, and doing it to their children. It can also kind of result in children growing up very cold. They no longer feel empathy towards the situation and unfortunately towards other situations as well. They don't know what it's like to be grateful um, and I'm talking about some, not all children necessarily turn out this way. Um, and they don't know what it's like to be grateful and oftentimes or not become extremely bitter. They find abuse normal. They themselves, because of the loyalty and not wanting to snitch, have normalised any abuse and when they or others do speak about it, they wouldn't break down or cry. But on the other hand, some may never be able to speak about it because it's so raw. Um, but some may never ever speak about it because they feel as though they don't need to and no one wants to hear their story or because it's taken place such a long time ago it's not necessarily important today um, and and again others may kind of seek help and talk about it but they ju- it's, it's um, when they sit there and they speak about it all their old memories come rushing back and they may not be okay after that and and it's really hard you know some people may break down and speak about their past traumas I know someone who went in care that is when she found out that it was abuse the entire time she thought it was normal she didn't even know that it was an issue she was 15 probably 16 years old when she found out and she would express how she wished she didn't know because that's when she knew it wasn't normal and that's when her life went upside down from there. It just went downhill. And it's not common for our communities to speak about abuse, never mind tell others how their parents or grandparents are hitting them constantly. This is um, more so for my Muslim kind of followers and my Muslim listeners. Um, please take note to what the Prophet peace be upon him has shown us through his own example. It is sunnah to show love and care to children. It is sunnah to cuddle and hold your baby. It is sunnah to kiss your son and daughter on the forehead. Children bring joy. They are a mercy and a gift from God as they bring blessings to their families and soften even the hardest of hearts. This is their contribution to society and we should love them for it. I know a few people who have told me that when they were kids they would wish so hard that someone would knock on the door or they would hear footsteps and someone would come and get them or save them. People who are mums and dads who would love them forever. Imagine asking for new parents on Eid or Christmas because we wished we could even though we weren't white. (laughs) Even though we weren't Caucasian, you know, the kind of the appropriate term. We wish new parents would come get us. There were children who just never wanted to go home after school and would stay for all the late night activities or deliberately get sent to detention because that meant it was an extra hour outside of their home and they knew they were in a safe environment. Imagine summer holidays or Easter where they had no choice but to spend time at home. 
constantly watching what they do, making sure they don't speak loud, do as they are told, not to fight with their siblings because this may result in them being severely hurt or locked up, locked up in their rooms for hours and not being allowed to use the bathroom. Child abuse is a human rights violation and it's about time we spoke about it in ethnic minority communities in the UK but also spoke about it in other cultures around the world because if we don't, children today who are suffering with it are going to sleep alone, scared and begging to God or themselves to give them another family. We've all heard stories. I know someone um, when she was younger, her dad would grab both of her arms with one of his hands um, to keep her still so he could slap her with his other hand. I know someone who was tied next to the radiator so she couldn't move and was constantly beat up with kicks and punches or with objects like a cricket bat. I know people who were forced to sleep outside in the cold and in their garden when they were younger. I know someone who was shoved behind the sofa and warned not to make a noise when their grandparent had a guest because they were apparently too revolting to be seen as a child. I know people who are made fun out of by parents when they try to act like a superhero character or swan for being an embarrassment or their parents asking themselves in front of the child why they were even born and that they regretted having them in the first place. I know someone who got beat up so bad and could barely stand for wanting more cake. And this, ladies and gentlemen, are children in minority households. If you see this, report it. It doesn't matter if they're family friends or even family. If you see a child going through this, pick up the fucking phone and call the police or call NSPCC. It is wrong and no child should go through that. For those of you who did experience this when you were younger and are still struggling with it today, I would highly recommend counselling. Private counselling is expensive, but there are other therapists uh, through the NHS that are free and charities who help support victims and survivors. I'm going to list a few charities, um, but I would highly recommend kind of going away and searching yourself and looking for something that is appropriate for yourselves. Um, I think the main point of this podcast, even though it was a very heavy one at that, was um, so people are aware that child abuse um, does exist in our communities and cultures. And I feel as though it is so important um, that if people kind of knew and were aware of this, kept their eye out, whether it's your cousin, your um, friend's sibling or whatever, you know, if you see it, ending child abuse and child cruelty. Um, there's the Mental Health Foundation. It provides information and 